Hello and welcome to Rebounding Faith. I'm Gina Ferrari. I'm Kristen Corona. And I'm Catherine Baer. When walking in faith seems impossible and you can't see the purpose in your pain, we are here to help you find hope in the struggle. Welcome to Rebounding Faith. I hope everyone's having a good week so far. I wanted to open this episode up, and um, this is Kristen speaking for those of you guys that I'm haven't. I'm actually not having a good week so far. <laughs> Just kidding. thought that'd be a good way to open up yeah. the optimistic. <laughs> well, I would imagine you recognize our voices by now, yes. but maybe not. This is Kristen speaking, yeah. and I do hope you're having a good week. And if Thank you're you. not, maybe we can turn it around right now. But in all seriousness, Catherine, Gina, and I really have a lot of conversations about all of the different episodes that we do. And our goal is to really relate with you all and the things that you might be going through. And most recently, I was confiding in Catherine and Gina just about some things that I'm going through and some of the struggles that I'm having. And we decided to focus on that this episode, which feels weird because it's me and myself. But there was a couple different things coming together that I thought would make it really worthwhile. For one, we wanted to do an episode on optimism and hope. And I fancy myself as a true optimistic you are. person. You really are. And, you know, when I started thinking about how I'm feeling right now, it, it's not really fueled by optimism and hope. And that feels weird for me, because I feel like almost the last couple of weeks, I really don't feel like myself. So let me just backtrack and fill you all in on some things that have been going on in the life of Kristen. Okay. So I feel like the end of last year, Andy and I, that's my husband, had a phenomenal end of the year. We traveled around Thanksgiving. We do travel a lot. I travel a lot for work. But we saw so much family at the end of the year. We traveled for Thanksgiving. We traveled for Christmas. And you stayed healthy. And we were healthy, right. knock on wood. Like yeah. everybody was really healthy and work. Everything just 2021 it was ended. almost too good. Yeah, I kind of should have yeah. known that yeah. something was around that corner. Yeah. But we came into 2022. And it was 2020 part two. Yes. <laughs> I have heard that, actually. Yeah. But we came into yeah. 2022 and actually off to a really good start. My yeah. husband turned 40. We went to Vail. We had a, like a big group of people. And it was just one of those trips that you just look around and you're just filled wow. with gratitude. Yeah. Right? Of how many people were there to support my husband and how many people love us. And it was amazing. Mm -hmm. And come back to work and just kind of get back on that hamster wheel and we're off and running. And then the within wheel. a week, I kid you not, I can't yeah. make up all of the bad news that either we got or people close to me got. Did you got. feel like Job a little bit? Where yeah. you just couldn't even, you didn't even get, person didn't even finish telling the bad news before you got more. Yeah. yeah. And so, we um, got really bad news that our dog, who we've had for nine years, is really sick with cancer and not going to be around much longer. And before we even continue, so our listeners know, 
you he is your fur baby like yeah he is your child we don't have kids yet you yeah. know and Elway that's his name um has been a part of Andy and I's life for nine he's years your family yeah he, he's yeah. in your family yeah and so that was devastating mm-hmm. a couple of days later my husband's grandfather passed away mm-hmm. and that's been really hard on us as as it would be for anybody and then within a series of four days Four different people that I'm really close to went through really significant valleys, mm-hmm. low points. Um, one of them, their father passed away. Another one of them, their daughter was in a really bad car accident. She's okay. Another friend of mine is going through a divorce. And then another one of my friends had a miscarriage. Yeah. And literally this was four days in a row of getting these calls Wow! to the point where like, I don't even want to answer my phone anymore. Cause you just got that feeling What's that next? like something like, yeah. is bad. Yeah. Something bad is happening. And again, I feel like I'm really usually fueled by a lot of optimism and I just feel kind of blah mm-hmm. right now. And I just feel like I'm not like it's just kind of more of this like okay day by day we'll take today and then you know I'll figure out tomorrow tomorrow and um maybe there's some good in that right and I don't want to like overthink it but we started to have a conversation the three of us around maybe some of the differences between hope mm-hmm. and optimism. Yeah. And it really challenged my way of thinking, which I always appreciate. Have you thought about, about that before? I really hadn't. It's yeah. it's funny how um, I, I would like to think I'm not that different from most people, but it's funny how you say words. Yes. And you like kind of know how you would define them. Yeah. But then when you're asked to really talk about the differences between the two, mm-hmm. I found myself when you guys were asking me, kind of fumbling through it a little bit yeah and through talking with you guys I felt like okay our listeners might not be going through exactly what I'm going through but there's probably people out there who can resonate with starting a year and feeling really maybe hopeful maybe optimistic we'll get to the differences in those in a second and then all of a sudden feeling like you're getting sucker punched and not just once, but like again over and, over and again and again. Pummeled yeah. comes to Yeah. Mind. And we talked about deep calls to deep when when those waves just keep hitting and yes. knocking you down and you start to get up and you think you're going to catch your breath and another wave hits. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what you've been going through. Yeah. It's a weird place to be. And um, I don't, you know, I know I'm going to get through all of this, but it's like the how and how am I going to show up through this and trying to be really mindful of how I take care of myself right now, but also how I support other people mm-hmm. right now. And I, you know, like I said, just thought it would be a good dialogue around how to be more hopeful and how to be able to support the people around us who are going through really challenging times too. Yeah. And it's really about like the difference between Mm -hmm. hope and optimism because they are not the same thing, even though people like to 
view them as interchangeable. They're not. They're very, very different. And where our hope comes from. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a key, a key difference. And so when you look at the difference and I, and I love this, I want to start with hope and we found this acronym that we wanted to share. And I want to encourage you with this, Kristen, where H O P E stands for hold on pain ends. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hold on for that. Just hold on. Just hold on. And so you know, the definition of hope, when you look into that and you talked about like words we use every day, right? So we think we have an understanding of what it is, but the definition of hope says to desire with expectation of obtainment and to expect with confidence. I love that. And so optimism, uh, the definition of that is it's funny because hopefulness is then included in the definition, but hopefulness and confidence about the future or successful outcome of something, the belief that good must ultimately prevail over evil, hope versus optimism. So the difference between them really is that hope entails a pathway and thoughts to an intended goal. And Kristen, I know you're very goal oriented. Mm-hmm. You were a soccer player in the past. Like you're just, you know, straight. How do I get to that goal? And so it's interesting because optimism is more meandering. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, oh, we'll get there. Like you just said, I know I'll get through this, but there's no goal of how you're going to get through it. It's just, you know, I'll get through this. Like, Mm -hmm. does that resonate with you? It definitely does. It also seems a little weird to goal set around something Mm -hmm. like this, right? But I do understand the concept of... um, pathways creating pathways and thoughts to an intended Mm -hmm. goal because the reality of some of the things that I mentioned whether it's the things that I'm going through personally in my family or even trying to support some of my close friends who are going through really terrible things yeah there's no going back like the 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 reward at the end of this is not that someone's coming back to life Mm -hmm. right or that my dog isn't sick anymore But I do think how we get through this or how I get through this and where I choose to invest my time and who I go to for support means a lot right now. Mm -hmm. So it's almost more, too, that I'm being um, put in a situation to practice what we preach a lot on this podcast, you know? Isn't that interesting? I am finding the same thing. Yeah. Are you Gina? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I looked up a couple quotes. Oh, you did? I love quotes. Yeah, on hope. Um, And hope is being able to see that there is light despite all of the darkness. Mm. That is Desmond Tutu. And the next one is, may your choices reflect your hopes, not your fears, by Nelson Mandela. And the last one is, everything that is done in the world is done by hope, Mm. Martin Luther. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it makes me think, okay, let's dive into what hope is and the difference between hope and optimism. And hope is a state of mind really. It is like a feeling or an emotion, right? We've talked about there are 
really steps or a confident expectation that you will, you know, get through something. Um, But optimism, in contrast, is really about just general positive expectation Mm -hmm. that you'll get through it. But there really isn't a plan of action. There isn't there isn't a confident expectation with steps to get there, right? Um, so I think about a couple of verses uh, that reference this. And so Psalm 71, 14 says, But as for me, I will always have hope. I will praise you more and more. Like, think about that. I will always have hope. I mean, that is a really bold statement right there. When you're going through some really dark and difficult times to always have hope. I could see saying always be optimistic because optimism is generally attached to a personality type or whatever. It's just mm-hmm. the way you look at things. But hope, that's different. That's rooted in your relationship with God as we'll come to find out and looking to him and leaning on him for strength. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And hope is the anticipation really of a favorable outcome outcome under God's guidance, the confidence that what God has done for us in the past guarantees our participation in what God will do in the future. So I love that because, Kristen, like with what you're going through, I know you've had experiences in the past, and we've talked about this, going through trials and building our character and shaping us, that has now readied you to be stronger for this next season Mm -hmm. and this next time that you're going through, right? And this will then in turn do the same thing for the next trial, right? Builds on itself. But the key part of this is under God's guidance. So we're going through this not alone, going through this with him, empowering us, giving us strength, giving us guidance, whatever we need in that moment, right? And then it goes on to say the confidence that what God has done for us in the past guarantees our participation, which is really interesting, in what God will do in the future. And so, Kristen, when you look at your situation and what you're going through, how do you see your participation in this right now. Yeah, I'm having a lot of thoughts around um, some of the things that you said around hope and it being like the ability to work through a plan Mm -hmm. with an action to reach a goal and the expectation to reach that goal. Because I do feel a little bit like I'm kind of like floundering. And while I know that we'll get through this, I actually think that a really good step for me this week during my quiet time is to journal around what God wants for me during this time and who he wants me to be Mm -hmm. for those that I'm supporting. Um, and, And also make sure that I'm taking care of myself because I also don't want to put all my time into supporting all these people and not realize that there's things that I would be grieving about as well. It's so interesting. I just want to say the common denominator in what you're going through is loss. Yeah. Like it's like every single thing with maybe the exception of uh, the person whose daughter was in a car accident. She's okay. I don't know. I'm Mm -hmm. sure that there's maybe loss in property or damage or whatever. But other than that, it seems like the other instances even the marriage and the divorce, there's a loss there. Yeah. So it seems like there's a lot of loss in this season. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly what it is. Yeah. And I think I think something that would help me feel a bit better is is really thinking about who God wants me to be mm-hmm. during and who this do you season. Think that is like where do you feel him guiding you? Really um to support like in a supporting role, I think to support my husband with what he's going through, to support my friends relative to what they're going through. Mm-hmm. And I, I really like a lot of my prayers and thoughts so far have been to really like show up for people the way that he wants me to. Mm. Okay. And I, but I don't feel pressure around that. I feel capable. So to show up means like as a source of support, a shoulder yeah. to cry on, a word, a positive affirmation, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Okay. I feel yeah. like outside of the stuff that Andy and I are going through, these four people in particular feel close enough to me to share this with me mm. and to reach out to me for support. Mm-hmm. And I want to be the very best that I can be in this season for them. You know, I think of uh, our uh, verse for our ministry, which is 2 Corinthians 1, 3, and 4. And I'll just read this because it's so relevant to what you're saying right now, which is praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, Mm -hmm. who comforts us in all our troubles so that... We can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive yeah. from God. Mm-hmm. I think there's hope in that. I, I really think so do. too. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to talk about it because, first of all, thanks for uh, making this podcast about helping me. Oh, of course. <laughs> but yeah. it does feel very. As long as the next one's about helping me. Yeah, no, we'll I'm go through <laughs> all of this. We'll be little mini yeah. therapy sessions yeah, for ourselves right. that we actually yeah. don't have to pay for. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it does help to just talk through it, I mm-hmm. guess. And obviously mm-hmm. trust both of you guys a lot with this. But I also feel like when I tell people how I'm feeling, like it's overwhelmingly like, oh, my gosh, I'm feeling the same way. I'm feeling like there's so much sadness right now around me or there's so much going on. And one of the people – who I was referencing, who's really struggling right now, said to me, like, I think there's just a lot still coming out of 2020 Mm -hmm. that people are just starting to really wrestle with. Mm -hmm. And that's obviously not related to people passing necessarily. Um, But I do think that some of the things that people are struggling with right now or maybe coming into the year and feeling really optimistic about the year and then you're kind of reminded, oh, shoot, I still am dealing with this stuff. That is kind of a carryover well, to your point, like yeah. 22. Yeah, 2020 part two. I think it's also something where there is loss in this pandemic, right? Wouldn't you guys agree with that? That mm-hmm. it's something where we have lost the ability, at least I have, right, to go to the grocery store, to not have to worry about the, the type of mask that I'm wearing, right, to be able to get in, to get out, to... Um, like there's just who am I standing next to? Am I standing too close? Am I so like it's just we are saddled with a lot of extra things right now. And I, I what I've witnessed is 
certain people have lost their coping mechanisms. Mm -hmm. So let's say your coping mechanism is to go to the gym every day and they're closed because of the pandemic or they don't have staff because people are sick. So they're having to close down. So we're impacted in so many ways, right? Or impacted in the supply chain, um, impacted with jobs, impacted in ways that we never thought we would be. We thought Mm -hmm. it was just staying well. Well, it's so much more than that. So we're seeing, you know, like divorce rate is probably really high because now you're stuck at home with your partner who maybe your coping mechanism was to get away from them. And that's how the marriage was working. And I'm I'm not an advocate of divorce by any means, but I'm saying I think what we're seeing is all of these trends now playing out. Mm-hmm. And um, someone said this to me that I work with and I thought it was so profound. She listens to the podcast And she said to me, Catherine, I think you should do an episode on anxiety because people who are going through this pandemic, all of us, right, we've almost lost the ability to relate to one another because Mm. we're home so much of the time. She said she goes into the office still, but she said when people come into the office, she'll feel like, oh, a little bit of social anxiety because we're not used to dealing with so many people anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I think we've, that's a loss. We've lost that ability and that social skill to do that. And so this weighs on us day in, day out. We carry it on our shoulders, whether or not we acknowledge it. And so anytime we add in these additional weights, like you're seeing, it's just overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And so the question becomes, we can look at that with that optimistic view. Yep, we're going to get through this. And I think we did. The first, remember when we were just entering into this pandemic? Oh, it's going to be two weeks. Remember when we were saying that? Mm-hmm. Like, just a couple weeks, we'll we'll be through this. And the pessimist, like me, I was thinking, might not be two weeks. Might be a little longer, right? But I don't think anybody imagined. I was saying to Gina, like, I think it was Gina, we were chatting about this, but like that we're going into year three of this mm-hmm. in March. We'll now start the third year of this. Yeah. So how this can't. Of course, it's going to manifest right. in all sorts of things that we might yeah. not even like think about. So right? I, in my opinion, we've been, we're past optimism, folks. Like we need to get into that place of hope now. Yeah. Like we've entered in. And so the question becomes how, how do we do that? Yeah. yeah. And I think one thing that you had said to me that really resonated, and maybe this is a good takeaway, is that hope isn't typically found in the situation. Right. Right. Hope really is faith in the future tense yes. and trusting something in the future. And I think when when we so much of this podcast is focused on the self, mm-hmm. right? Like getting through a trial or a tribulation. But for me, what's been really apparent as of late is there's a lot of people around me that are hurting. And I do think that my what I'm really feeling through prayer and, like I said, journaling is being that sense of hope for them and being able to um, pray with people Mm -hmm. when they need prayer Mm -hmm. and being able to help people take that next step Mm -hmm. and really feeling like so much of the stuff that we talk about on this podcast is really being able to take his word and like 
and put it through our lips Mm -hmm. to be able to help other people. Right. Right. To be the hands and feet. To be the hands and feet. To be out there and to help people get through this tough time. Yeah. And um, I think that like that's a big takeaway for me is in this situation, it's not I am a goal setter. Mm -hmm. There's no reason why I can't say, okay. Start with the end of mine. When when people are through this trial and tribulation, I want to have been what to them and able in an effort to support them mm-hmm. and steer them in the right way. Mm-hmm. And and so often, you know, we have to leave room for God to work, right? Of so, course, yeah. Like I, I remember going through a hard time with someone, and I would always try to step in and be the fix. And I remember someone close to me um, gave me some great advice and said, you know what, Catherine, if you keep doing that, you're not leaving room for the Holy Spirit to step in and do his work. And I realized at that point, it's like, okay, maybe I need to back off. Um, But I think what you're saying is like, it's just common decency to offer help to offer assistance, to offer an ear, to um, bring a meal, to, you know, to be of help and service to others. And I think that's absolutely what we need to do. And I think step one starts with being in close commune with God, having that time, allowing him to strengthen us, and then to step into that space, right? And to then have his love overflow from us into others but it starts with that time with him you know what I mean that's where it starts right Gina well I think that in that Psalm 71 14 when it says but as for me I will always have hope I will praise you more and more that's where we need to be Mm -hmm. our hope is in Jesus. Our hope comes from him. It's not from this world. It's not, I mean, even when we're struggling, sometimes it doesn't come from another person. It comes from God and our hope is in him. And so when he says, I'll praise you more and more, the more acknowledgement we give to Christ that he is our hope and he is the way we're going to get through this. And we need him to infuse us with the love and the hope and the encouragement that we can give to other people. Right. Because yeah. like right now you're tapped out on your own. Right. Yeah. I feel I mean, a little bit at like, capacity. You just can hit, 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 hit. And so and you're supposed to come up with. That's why I think that God wants to take us back to your hope is in me. Praise me more and mm-hmm. more. Ask me for more and more. Help. Let me refill you. Ask the Holy Spirit to, you know, light you on fire and, and dwell in you again and be able to fill you back up with what you're so depleted in. And that's the hope because things don't look that hopeful. Mm -hmm. And even though you're an optimistic person in general, that's a a personality trait, like we were saying, but the hope comes from God and that he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what we could ask or imagine because right now it doesn't look good. So please give me the words of encouragement to my friends. Please give me the ability to look like Jesus, Mm -hmm. you know, to act like Jesus. Such a good point. And to like combining with what you said too, Catherine, is like give me the awareness to be able to create space for you. That's the most important thing, right? This isn't about me having to like be there to support them. I want to do that through him. Mm -hmm. 
But I also mm-hmm. want to have the awareness to create that space. Right. I think something that's also a little bit challenging is it's it's easier for me to comfort people when they are Christians. Yeah. And not all of sure. these people are. Yeah. Right. And so then it's like I I I want to show up for him, him being God, mm-hmm. even more so with those people mm-hmm. because I know that they're feeling so alone. Yeah. And you want them to see something different about you. Mm-hmm. You know, if if Kristen, in the midst of a lot of negative t- things that are happening and getting hit with thing after thing, can still seem hopeful, what is it about you, I mean, that they might question that your peace in the midst of things that aren't peaceful, yeah. you know, where does that come from? That's what I'm saying, us being like more like Jesus. So they see us different from those in the world, you know? Yeah. Sometimes they don't have the hope that we do that comes in Jesus, so they're feeling extra lost. Yeah, and I think about Romans 12, 12, and this is a loose interpretation, but hope produces joy and peace in believers through the power of the Spirit. And uh, also hope is produced by endurance through suffering. That's Romans 5, um, 2, and 3. So thinking about that, and as you were saying, Gina, that's a great point, you know, how Jesus referenced, like, you are um, like a, you know, a light on a hill, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you are a light in the world. And so to be able to demonstrate that joy and peace when you're going through a difficult time, like, that's huge. I mean, you may be the only Bible that they ever read. That's right. Mm. You know, if you no think pressure. about that. No pressure. <laughs> but people watch us, yeah. right? Yeah. We well, we talked about it on yeah. a previous episode mm-hmm. that even some of the people that I look up to the most relative to their faith are really calm mm-hmm. yeah. because they know. Yeah. They know. And yeah. um, I guess maybe, you know, there is a little bit of pressure. So to- where are you? So when you go through these hard times, we undoubtedly get rocked you know, with sometimes, and it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, and we kind of have to readjust and reset, right? Recalibrate. So where would you say you are right now? Since 2022 is going sideways at the moment. I do feel really calm. Um, I also don't want to answer my phone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. For fear of something else. For fear of something else. And... Yeah, I don't really know how I feel. I I do know that for the last couple of weeks, like my general sense has just been a little bit blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Catherine had mentioned yeah. something to me when we were just talking driving over here today and just about those times that what we're down and we're we're basically looking down and inward at the situations and all that's going on. And how gently the Lord just wants to take our chin and lift it up and redirect it and say, look at me, look to me, I'm your hope, I'm your help. Mm-hmm. You know, re refocus mm-hmm. on not just what you're going through and what you see, but that it's going to get better, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's... A, I loved that little, it just made a little word picture for me. Just, you know, him, him gently just lifting our chin and, and tipping it up towards him. 
And I think that's yeah. a really good refresher for me too, mm-hmm. is, is to, to pick my chin up mm-hmm. and see, see a little bit further. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love the, I, I really enjoyed just talking through this, you guys, mm-hmm. I think helping me better understand hope makes it feel more actionable for me. And you guys know that I'm a very action oriented mm-hmm. person. And I think that it, we often talk about just take that next step forward and I think it, that provides me a really good next step. And I think, too, if you can't take your, your, you know, your next step forward, like if there's no place to go, sometimes God is calling us to just hold on. So thinking back to that acronym, hold on, pain, pain ends. Yeah. And so yeah. what are we holding on to? Are we holding on to the optimistic belief that, yep, it's going to be okay? Or are we holding on to... God, I need you like I need oxygen. I'm clinging to you and you will see me through this. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that has been very clear to me over the last week is just how close I feel to God. Yeah. Like I really do feel his presence kind of um, shepherding Mm -hmm. me through this and there's comfort. And that's the peace and that's the calm, Mm -hmm. right? Because they often, I love that saying that talks about, you know, God can calm the storm, but sometimes he calms his child in the storm. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like that's what's happening, that it's yeah. whirling around you, right? Mm-hmm. This is a true story, you guys. I don't know if I've ever shared this, but my great-grandmother was actually picked up by a tornado and carried 13 miles. Whoa. What? Yes. This is a true story. She wrote a poem about it called Gone with the Wind. And she was running for the tornado shelter. She was picked up. She didn't make it quite there. And she was carried 13 miles by a tornado and set down um, in a neighboring county. Oh and she remembers being in the eye of the storm, in the middle of the tornado, and it's eerily silent. Mm. And in the same tornado, it was just splintering chairs. And I mean, they, it, this thing set her down with a broken wrist. That's all she suffered. Wow. She lived to be 99 and an amazing, amazing woman. Dang. And I often think about that, though, about how she would talk about how quiet mm-hmm. it was in the middle of the tornado. And so when you're in the middle of the storm, God is working. And even if his work is calming you, and he's teaching you, mm-hmm. hold on, pain ends. I'm with you through this. I will see you through this, and we'll get to the other side. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. I'm really glad, so. Kristen, that, you know, when we had talked about, you know, having a little uh, conversation about what's the difference between hope and optimism, mm-hmm. and we had just kind of not really knew where we were going to go with it. And, and then you just saying, you know, Hey, it's kind of an, let's talk about it yeah. because I'm going through it right now and I could use a little hope, you know? Yeah. And uh, so I'm really glad that you brought this up and we kind of just looked at it through a, your personal lens of what you're going through right now. Yeah. And I, cause I know if you're going through it, so are other people, For so sure. are some of our listeners, Yeah, you know? So we're really glad that we can together 
walk through these things. Yeah. I appreciate you guys so much. And hopefully some of you guys out there find this relevant too. Um, Your struggles might be different. Your pains might be different. But um, But pain, we always say pain is pain. Pain is pain. And so whatever causes it could be different. But the feelings are all The feelings are the same. Mm -hmm. And And it's one of the reasons that we started this podcast is because we've collectively and individually all been through a lot. Mm Yeah. And have come through it with our faith intact because we had other people come alongside of us and God right there with us and journeying through this together. And we wanted to be able to reach out to those of you that are hurting too and that are feeling a little hopeless and say, hang in there, pain ends. Like we talk about in a lot of podcasts, Mm -hmm. action is required on our behalf, right? And so when we think about hope, and that really is more Mm action-oriented, whereas optimism is more about positive expectations and more of a characteristic or trait. Right. I think that you guys have given me a lot to think about and some really good action items. Yeah. And so in closing, I think what we need to focus on is not on the pain, not on the situation, not on the fact that, you know, hey, we'll get through this. Focus on God, focus on his presence, and that will give you, I think, hope. It will give you motivation, and it will allow you faith in the future tense, Mm -hmm. right, to say thank you for how he will deliver you onto the other side. And so that is the difference between hope and optimism, in my opinion, and I think it's just staying faithful in that that regard well thank you guys so much selfishly this was a great episode for me I appreciate being the guinea pig for this and uh, (laughs) no pun intended but we hope you guys have a great rest of your week and we'll catch you next time on rebounding faith enjoy thank you for joining us come and join us next week and be sure to like and subscribe to rebounding faith